Welcome to Pancakes on Sunday. Like pancakes, we bring you a variety of flavors. We talk sports, history, nostalgic topics, and much more. We have a series through the looking glass of a therapist, which brings you awareness and understanding to mental health in our interview series. This week, we have a continuation of our pregnancy podcast. Oh, you were pregnant. I was pregnant. Wow. Yeah. Don't say. (laughs) Which was really cool. And if you listen to my other three pregnancy podcasts, and I kind of have like a fourth trimester podcast too that uh, talks about the very early stages of becoming a mother, which was one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do. For sure. How about you, babe? It's pretty hard. I mean, to be a mother, no. To be a father, though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I would say so. Yeah. It's definitely uh, came with its trials and tribulations. Um, enjoy your sleep. I mean, it ain't over yet. No. Oh, <laughs> no, Just getting started, baby. But that yeah, first, yeah. that first couple weeks, and I know I nailed this in the first, uh, well, the fourth episode. Third. Third episode. We never got to a third before you dumped out because it, right. was, yeah. <laughs> it was it was very soon. Yeah, and down, <laughs> I wanted to. The third trimester wasn't much different from the second trimester, but the fourth trimester that nobody talks about, you know, that we kind of uh, got Covered. into. Yeah, yeah, in the last episode. In the last episode. But you were you so you you said something last week. You were like. I know we've we finished the pregnancy podcast. And you're like, but I have more. I, was I like, have more guys. And I was like, all right, let's yeah. continue. So yeah. So <coughs> oh, where to begin? Um, so the first, I I, I experienced my first uh, traumatic experience as a parent, mm-hmm. as a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I went out to the lake uh, a nearby lake from us to go fishing for Father's Day weekend and um, I had taken little fish stole my damn bait the whole yeah, damn time we didn't catch a That's damn thing at all. not at all <laughs> damn, no. but it's a veterans memorial park it's a really nice place and we had gone to there was like several docks you could go off and fish off of and I had gone back to the car to breastfeed and afterwards, I had wrapped Dom in like a velvet blanket, and I just set him back in the car seat. And the car seat that we have attaches to a stroller that we could use. And we had been sitting around for a while at this point. I was just watching him fish, and me and Dom were just hanging out. And I would pick him up every now and again, and I had taken him back to the car. We had set him in the car, and... We got back to the house, and I started carrying him up to the house. I Sometimes I carry him, like, where I'll put, I'll hold the, um, this, the car seat by the handle, and then I will hold it with my left hand on the other side. But sometimes I'll carry it on my hip, yeah. or I'll put my arm through the thing, kind of depending on what I'm trying to do or what, what I'm trying to carry back to the house. Well, I put my arm through the handle of the car seat. And all of a sudden, I, uh, I'm not sure if I heard anything, but I, I felt the, uh, car seat go really light and I just turned around and Dominic is laying there in my driveway crying. So ultimately the, the blanket I had wrapped him in 
contributed to him slipping out of the car seat. He ended up getting a little scratch on the back of his head and a little bump on the side. And we had, Corey and I were kind of, um, we had been, so Corey had run into the house because he had a shit really bad. <laughs> and so he ran into the house right? and I said, oh my God. And he comes running out. Like and, pants around my ankles. And, and I explained to him what happened. I said, I, he fell out of his car seat. I forgot to buckle him in. And the reason I bring this up is because intrusive thoughts are a real thing. I brought them up in the last podcast. And you think of all the worst things. Like, not even realistic intrusive thoughts of having a, a kid or being a mom. But this thing came true. And um, ultimately, <laughs> we ended up taking him to the ER. We got him tested. Um, we got in pretty much right away. And at the time, he was 41 days old. This is a Friday go, uh, a week ago today, actually, um, from when we're shooting this podcast. So, uh, the CAT scan came back negative, and he's he's okay. Mm-hmm. He's he's okay. But I thought of all the worst things. I couldn't stop crying from the time that it happened to the time that I I still cry about it today. If I'm being honest, it's it's really scary. You never know as a mother, like just as a person, like. My value, my values as a as a person is to just do good and be good, and then that that shit happens. Um, and I'm bringing this up because things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Things happen. Oh yeah. And you think you are going to be the best person that you possibly can for this little person that you're bringing to this world, <clears throat> and then stuff like that happens. <laughs> So, and all it, the doctors and nurses were very nice. Oh yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. We went to TriPoint Medical Center over in Concord, and they, the first thing that one of the nurses said, like as I walked in and I was going through the front desk, letting her know why we were there, a nurse came comes up to me and she said, "Honey, these things happen." And she said, babies are so resilient. She said, you have to imagine what they go through in childbirth. That's really traumatic for them. And she's, he's going to be fine. And, and so, and, and one of the things that really stuck with me was, you know, you're going to remember this. They will not. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I had some traumatic, like post-traumatic stress after that. Um, especially the night of, I kept waking up, making sure that he was breathing um, I didn't sleep very good for a couple of days in a row. And I w- what already wasn't sleeping well, right? You know, you don't sleep really well when you have a newborn crying every three hours or needing changed or fed. And and so add that to the mix. And it was just... And, and then Corey, you know, he goes back to work on Monday. So things really caught up to me by the time Tuesday, Wednesday came. Um but I really appreciate, you know, the support I got and all of that. And um, I just want to make it, a, you know, make it an awareness that things like that do happen. And new moms out there, um, you know, while it doesn't reinforce to uh, being negligent, which I don't think that that's what that is. It mm. just, you make mistakes. You're sleep deprived. You probably haven't eaten a decent meal in several weeks. Come on, um, Corey. <laughs> no man's got work. No. <laughs> he went back to work on Monday. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I was making meals before. Well, we both were. But if you think about it, 
Me being the mom, I am the person getting up with him every two to three hours, feeding him, changing him, making sure that he's okay. Oh, yeah, Val. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's like, don't forget about me, Dad. Yeah, right. Hi, pretty girl. My dog is a little jelly. We're going to just say that. She's making sure that Mama knows she's not not gone. God bless you. Bless you, child. Um, so things are going to happen and give yourself grace, I guess is the, the bottom line to that. Uh, you are sleep deprived. You probably haven't had a real meal. Try to drink as much water as you can. (laughs) All of that. Um, one of the things that I became recently aware of that kind of sparked this interest in continuing this podcast is, um, like... I, I recognize, like, as they're sleeping, as he's sleeping, I want him to be awake so I can interact and hold him and just cuddle him and, like, just be with him. Yeah. But then when he's awake and interactive and sometimes crying and fussy, I just want I just want a fucking break. And I'm like, dude, can you go to sleep just for, like, a half hour? I need a break. <laughs> oh, no. And so it's like a back and forth... I guess, emotional relationship with having a child is I want him to be awake all the time, but I also want... Want him to see you. Yeah, I I just want a break. And especially when they're fussy and you don't know what they're fussing about. They could be crying because they want fed. They could be crying because they want their diaper changed. They could be crying just because. Right, just because they're hot. Yeah, hot, cold. Um, Yeah, they have a bellyache. Or, like, our son, for he, he's got, and it's pretty common in, in babies such as himself, too, is that they have, like, this baby acne, um, and they just, their skin reacts to anything. They're, their skin, it, they're new in an environment, mm-hmm. so, like, anything that touches their skin, they can have a reaction yeah. to. You never Super really sensitive. know. Super sensitive. Super <clears> sensitive. <throat> They don't and have that immune system yet, though. Exactly. Yeah. So they could also be really itchy, and you don't actually know that. Mm-hmm. And today, I actually it was cute. After I fed him, I sat there, and I there's this breastfeeding pillow that I have, which is super convenient, not only for breastfeeding but for other things too. When you don't actually like when your arms are tired from holding him, you just kind of like you can still hold. You rest him. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's just kind of there for him to like chill on. He hung out there for probably a good 45 minutes, and I played some yoga music on my phone, and I just kind of massaged his body and played with his hair, and he was so content nice. for, like, 45 <laughs> nice. minutes. It was the coolest nice. thing. Nice. Um, he was he was really driving that. Um, Can you tell the different tones in his cries yet? I can. Yes. So, I I am getting used to that. Um, well, it's normally accompanied by other stuff, I noticed, at least with our baby. I know every baby's yeah. different. But, like, if he's got gas, for example, there'll be a cry, kind of close to feeding cry. But at the same time, it'll be accompanied by grunts. And, like, a lot of like, one-eye clothes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, and he'll oh, be kicking dude. his legs. Yeah. Like okay. he, oh, sorry. He wants his, he, he wants whatever is in him out of him, and he doesn't know what that is, so yeah. he'll be kicking yeah, his legs. Yeah, so it's leg. a lot of squirmy. It's a lot of, so you got to know what's going on there. Yeah. Um, diaper change one. Honestly, I feel that comes naturally, though. If you're holding a baby and he's crying, that's kind of the first thing you think about or check for, I feel. So, like, I can feel his diaper and be like, oh, that thing's full, homie. Like you, you need to be and changed. you, yeah, you just, you just check and yeah. you realize that okay, it's got poop in it. Yeah. He probably is uncomfortable. 
Um, with the pee, um, I, I guess it depends on how full the diaper gets and how, how much your baby is willing to handle with that. Because yeah. diapers are, you know, they're built to hold pee. Yeah. We so, I would say also we have a very pretty chill baby, so he generally doesn't get pissed about too much. But I tell yeah. you what, if they're hungry, you will know. <laughs> that is a scream like no other scream yeah like this dude's gotta eat and it may just be our baby but i mean it could be that two hour dot on the mark this dude is screaming he gets angry oh yeah he gets so <laughs> and angry. it is literally it is the cutest thing when he goes to like he's he like roots you know that he tries to find whatever nipple so he's just kind of moving his face back and forth like I can hold him, he'll start attacking my nose. So he's motorboating you. Yeah. <laughs> he'll literally well, start attacking my nose, thinking it's a nipple. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Well, I'll lay him on this breastfeeding pillow that I have, and he'll like, <coughs> ah, ah. like he'll yeah. literally <laughs> make those. He does, <laughs> and he's like squeezing his fist at it. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> like ready to go. <laughs> like get in there, dude. Yeah, and it's like, baby, I gotta get ready. Yeah. Okay, you gotta give me a second. He's like, I know it's there, dude. Don't mess yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's then, the other thing I will say as a father. Like, Your son's getting more action than you are. <laughs> oh, my oh, yeah. God. yeah. I'm taking my own lane. But, but the thing is that in the beginning, um, it hasn't even been that long yet, but it's crazy how certain feelings subside. I felt a lot of the useless dad system syndrome where I was like trying to do anything I can to help Chelsea or the baby or whatever, but the baby didn't want me and only wanted the mama. So it felt very depressing at first. And then it's like, I'm doing whatever I can do around the house. I'm tired. I can't help him when he cries because he's hungry, this, that, and the other. Well, now that we're going into like month two, a lot of that starts to change. And it's kind of ironic that he's probably more fussy with her now than even me. Yeah. You were feeding him on a bottle today, so he's not totally boob dependent. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And now, like, Chelsea can give him a pacifier right now. He's not taking it because he can smell her scent. He could sense yeah. that it's her. He knows it's Me her. Me and the baby's connection is a lot more strong than him and dad's connection at this point. Right. I carried him for nine months. Right. He has a dependent emotional connection to me. Yes. And so he becomes a little bit more fussy because he knows that I'm mom. Yes. Right. So he wants to be held by her. He wants to be fed by her. I can have him and he's cool. He's just chilling. He's talking. He takes the pacifier from me. No problem. She can leave. He's not fussy with me at all. But the moment she comes home... He's fussy. He wants. He wants her. He wants to yeah. eat. He he's wants like, to he's like, I know it's here, dude. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> he's like, I know she's yeah, home. Pretty much. Like, so pretty that's. Much. I feel that's kind of a struggle with moms too. Even it starts to. I feel get a little easier for dads to help keep them content, but then mm-hmm. at the same time for the mom, it's like, dude, he only wants me for my tits. Like, right, right. <laughs> what's going on? Here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're getting used to the different cries that he has. Um, today, I feel. Literally every day is a new learning experience. Um, Today I felt was the actual first day that I experienced, or maybe I was most aware of it because I feel well rested and I I could understand what's happening with him. That's another thing. When you're not well rested, like you just want, you're not really sure what you want as far as I'm concerned. It's like, what does he want? What do I want? What are we doing? (laughs) Like what is happening right now? Um, are you tired? Are you hungry? So you're just trying to do everything you can console this child. And when they're not consolable, it's like, oh my God. And then you're sleep deprived and you're hungry and you haven't probably peed in five hours and you got to go pee, but you can't put it like, there's just a lot that goes on there. Um, 
And so it's really finding balance and being okay with a crying baby for maybe five minutes. And I'm not saying, like, the baby is wailing, like, unconsolable, like, you can't figure out what's going on. Like, he's like, my baby yells. He's like, ah, ah. Like, he, he wants something, but you're not really sure what it is. But he's not, like hurting or anything yeah. he just he he's wants, just being vocal yeah, vocal yeah. exactly he wants something and you're just trying to figure out what that's that is. something you had to get used to i have i've definitely gotten used Chelsea to that. always hated a crying baby yeah i said that i get that in the last yeah, i get podcast, that for sure i've it's, always never minded it yeah you know because i could i feel like i could feel distress yeah well it's not i don't know it's just not comfortable for me it never has been i i never liked a crying baby and i i mentioned that in the last podcast um, that that's something that was triggering for me to to get used to to a crying baby, but his his like a unconsolable crying baby is different than some a baby that's trying to let you know what's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. Yeah, if that baby's taking gas in between screams, there's something going on. Yeah, something's not right. Yeah, that's not that's not a good crying scream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next thing I want to hit on a little bit is like the breastfeeding part of stuff because I had mentioned in my last podcast too, uh, there's nothing like those raw ass nipples that you get after breastfeeding the baby for the first couple of days. Like it hurts. Callus over now? It hurts. Yep. Some chat nipples. (laughs) Callus, man. Yeah. She got them working my tits. Dude, she chatted me earlier as she's feeding him. She's like, yeah, look at this little dude. And he was like pulling on it and ripping on it. And there was a split second where I didn't even actually say anything to you on the phone as I'm watching this on FaceTime. And I'm like, yo, this dude's going ham on that nipple, just like pulling it, like he was stretching out, he was doing this, doing everything. I was like, that nipple was a contortionist for a second. And there was a split second I thought to myself, and I didn't even tell you, like, oh shit, she barely even feels that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Because she didn't even budge, she didn't even flinch, but this thing's being like, yeah. Yeah, That's wild. Uh, Yeah, like, I don't even. I don't even know what he was doing. He was on, like, he had a hard time going to bed, as you guys could see yeah, that. Yeah. Yep. His naps were kind of all weird today. And as at, that's another thing as, like, a new mother. You kind of get to learn, like, what his naps are going to be, how he is going to go down, what time frames he's looking at. Because all babies are different. It could be from 12 to 2. It could be from 2 to 4. Right? Mm-hmm. So it just really varies. And so I've been getting into this thing. Him and I are kind of reading each other what time are you ready for bed? What time are you ready to feed? What time are you ready to lay down for a nap? Different kinds of naps in the day. And and so uh, that... What were you saying? What, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. That had nothing to do with what I was just, with, with what I was just saying. But, um, but anyways... So the breastfeeding. So there's this thing where it's called like dr- milk dropping, and so when our, so that's the craziest thing. That's what it's so weird. And so so like women in our boobs, when we when, if you decide to breastfeed, if you even if you don't, it probably still happens as long as you're carrying milk. And um, so when babies cry to get fed, it's like on the dot. You feel your milk drop in your boobs. And what that feels like, it's like hot, heavy, and it kind of hurts. Huh. It doesn't feel very, like it doesn't like, it's not like getting like 
uh, it's not like like painful. It's kind of like uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I guess that that's how you could describe it. But yeah, like like on the dot. And and you could feel it like just you can feel your boobs just get heavy and you can feel them just get hard. It's really fun. I won't forget. I won't ever forget Chelsea waking up the other day. She had said it. I think you were taking a nap or laying down or something. And she was like, "Oh, I should really pump. My chest kind of hurts." But she was tired, so she just chose to sleep anyways. She gets up. She's like, I knew I should have pumped. She's like, it hurts, you know, this, that, and the other. And I just look at her shirt, and it's just drenched. Because no matter what, like, it was coming it's out. It's coming out. Oh. It's coming like, out. Like, it was just, like, wild. Yeah. 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 Especially so, if you're, like, getting yourself on a cycle in a uh-huh. routine. Right. Like, she has to, like, literally schedule in pumps and feedings. If not, it's going to pour. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, like, at night, there's times where in the morning I'll start to leak because he's ready to feed but we're both not ready to really get up like he's he's kind of ready to feed yeah she's ready right yeah 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 so that's the thing about getting used to each other's schedules we're trying to figure that out together right but yeah it's very strange now Uh, is the bottle that you're feeding him is that breast milk still yes yeah so i'm pumping to breastfeed him as long as i can the breastfed milk uh, in the bottle at the end of the night, we've kind of, that's part of his like nightly routine that we're trying to get him in. Um, vitamin. And we put some vitamin D into it because nice. it's, our vitamin D doesn't go through nice. the breast milk for whatever really? reason. What else does your breast filter out? Yeah, vitamin D doesn't go through breast milk, so most babies, if, if breastfed, need vitamin D. Generally, formula is designed where it has vitamin D in it. Yeah. But breast milk, you have to just put drops in their milk. Mm. Yeah. Because, I mean, sure, you can put a baby in the sun, but how baby-friendly is that? Right. It's So as far yeah. as what breasts, like your breast milk doesn't filter out, I'm not entirely sure. Vitamin D was the first thing that said that it doesn't. It's the main vitamin the they milk. actually need because it avoids from, uh, what's it called? It starts with R. Uh, where their bones get weak. That's why they need vitamin D. Well, osteoporosis. No. Oh. It's like rittens or... Oh. That's why they need vitamin D. Red... red uh, yeah, rittens? Rickers? Rickers. 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 Yeah. Rickers. A baby yeah. will get that and they'll have... Know. I've heard it thrown out a couple times. <laughs> basically, if they don't get enough vitamin D, they can get that. And what that does is it makes their bones weak. So it can end up with bow legs or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. With the amount of milk I drank during my pregnancy, though. Dominance is solid. Nice. That's he did, like, he did already hold his head up after 12 hours. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. wild. He was ready <laughs> to go, cool dude. Yeah. He was ready oh, to yeah. go. Oh, yeah. And now he's pretty much on his own holding his head up, just like chilling, like that's, just looking around. It is awesome. the cutest Yeah, but he hates thing. belly time, man. Yeah, he doesn't like belly time. He's like, yeah, honestly, though, he's like, guys, I got this. I can hold my head up, okay? Yeah. I don't have to be on my belly. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Tummy time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel exactly. because he also has, like, baby acid reflux. So Ooh. he spits up a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's like a volcano, man. Ugh. He's not, like, throwing up, but it'll, like, flow easy out of his mouth, but it'll be a lot. It'll be like, Oof. Like, Have Yo. you had some blowouts yet? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. In Chelsea's hand a couple times. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> yeah. How's that? Um, I mean, it's not like, there's not poop all over it. It's just kind of like, because he, they're, all he's drinking is breast milk right yeah. now. So it's just kind of like watery. Most, the diaper catches most of it. It's, it's just kind of like leaking out. Oh, that's right. But yeah, you know, him, you know when he shits himself. God, I couldn't like, handle dude, that. Dude, this man does legitly already have my farts. So how long is he on a liquid diet, essentially? Six months. Till about six months. Oh, Some babies can actually go till four, though. They can go up to four. And the way he's producing, or like developing, he might be a little earlier. I don't know. What do you we'll start with? Like, what do you start with early. then? Do you get him yeah, like oatmeal too. formula, that kind of solid food? Or? Yeah, ultimately you can get him like the the oatmeal, and then there's a there's like a baby oatmeal and the, the cream of wheat, and then you just mix the breast milk in with that. Okay. And that'll be like their breakfast yeah. food. Oh, he's crying. He woke himself up. Live action, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's crying. He's probably just, he probably just scared himself. We'll give him a couple minutes. Yeah, they do that a lot. And if you have a baby that hates to be swallowed, I feel for you. <laughs> because they he hates it? Over. He hates being swallowed. Yeah, yeah, we mentioned that in the he, last podcast. Yeah, he's he very active. Have you tried swaddling each other and see what it feels like? <laughs> no, because I can imagine what it feels like. The baby's arms are like fucking, it's like a straight jacket. Yeah. Some babies find that comfortable when they're all wrapped up and get to be concealed by him. He likes to have his arms free. He's out and about. He's out in the world, man. He's like, let's live. Well, like I said, he's going to he's gonna walk before he crawls, probably. I mean, this dude, he goes on belly time and he scoots across his mat already. Does he, he really? Did, he will refuse to lift his head up nine times out of ten because, like she said, it's like, oh, I already know how to do that. And he's actually scooting his ass. He's already yeah, like, that's ready to funny. go. He moves his legs so much more than any baby I've seen. Yeah. Like, he's constantly just moving legs. <laughs> yeah. He's a big leg day guy. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Legs like mine. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, look at these thighs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another thing that I wanted to. Um, hit on was co-sleeping. So, Corey and I were pretty adamant that that wasn't going to happen. We were like, yeah, we're not going to sleep with the baby. There's no way that it's going to happen. He's going to sleep in his bassinet, and that's going to be what it is. Oops. Uh-oh. <laughs> Guys, when you have, like, an hour of sleep, and the baby just will not stop unless they're on mom's chest, yeah. guess what you're doing? You're sleeping. sleeping. You're fucking co-sleeping. Oh, yeah. You're laying him right there. Yep. You're setting up pillows on both sides. Right. Yeah. And you're just like, you're, and honestly, as a mother, me specifically, I can't speak for other women or other people, but like he, if he moves, I feel him move. If he cries, I hear, like, I just, I, I know all that's mm-hmm. going on, but I'll set up pillows and stuff under both of my arms and I'll kind of just be, I'll lay him there on my chest and he'll be, he'll be just chilling there and. And so co-sleeping wasn't a thing until I realized that, like, I need sleep. Because if I don't get sleep, neither of us are happy. We're not doing the things that we need to be doing to be good parents. And you you do what you can. just makes everyone miserable. Yeah, as long as you're being safe about it and Mm -hmm. you're making choices to make sure that you and baby, especially baby, is safe, then you're you're fine. So the mothers out there that decide to co-sleep specifically for the fact that you need to... Like regenerate yourself. There's no shame there. No mm-hmm. shame whatsoever. Um, my back muscles. <laughs> my back from like mid back up is so sore all the time. Oh. And I don't know what it is. 
I don't know if I stay hunched over when I'm breastfeeding or like holding. You do tend to. I try to call it out. Remember the other day I told you. Because he, he was like, milk. Yeah. he was like, yeah, she was yeah. like feeding him and I could tell Chelsea's tired. So she's kind of like slouched and he's like here. And I'm like, his mouth is like pointed almost like 60 degrees downwards as he's trying to feed into this. Part. It was like, just gravity is against him at this point. I'm like, babe, you got to sit up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Stretch. Get a back massage. That's what I asked you. For you already massage. have, you already have back problems. I do. Yeah. So it doesn't help. And the last thing that I kind of want to make a point to is postpartum weight loss. So I just want to say that I was about 170 when I got pregnant. I was about 212 when I had him. Mm -hmm. I'm back to 182. Get a girl. I lost 30 pounds so far. Get a girl. That's up. And... For mothers who have trouble, I'm sorry that that happens for you. I'm sorry that that happens for you. But ultimately, after... I know that, like, women are told to eat so many more calories if you decide to breastfeed and this and that. And it's hard to break some of those, like, habits because you create habits when you're pregnant. Right. You know, you eat whatever you want or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um... But I ultimately was able to kind of get back into the swing of what I was doing before, exercising as much as I can, eating the foods that I was before. Um, and again, don't be so hard on yourself. It's okay if, you know, it takes a little longer for you to lose weight. Um, but I feel like I've done pretty good and I feel pretty happy with it. So When you can work out, right? When I can work out. Yeah, dude. I do have a question. Mm-hmm. It's for both of you guys. What experience are you excited for him the most? Like, like for him to experience something for the first time ever. Well, and mile, like, like the mile or a milestone or, or something. Yeah, like a milestone. Like for him oh, to experience yeah. ice cream or something. What are you most excited yeah. to see him yeah. experience? You know, that's actually time? a cool question. Um, not for a couple reasons, but I don't have an answer because okay. the cool part about that question is. I used to think that exact way. Yeah. Like, what am I going to be most excited for? Like, what can I wait? But then already even only having them, um, like, for, you know, a month and a half so far, I've already reached, like, multiple milestones and been, like, that much excited for each one. Yeah. So it's like, if I actually had to pinpoint something, I you really can't. don't yeah. know. Like, I'm excited for his entire life. That's awesome. That's <laughs> cool. Like, his first birthday is going to be a banger, right. but he'll yeah. not remember. Yeah, <laughs> right. right, right. That's right. what I'm saying. It's stuff like that. It's like, each one is just, like, creating that new moment or memory. Just like now, like, he's finally to that stage where he's, like, smiling a lot. Yeah. Like, he's starting to. He smiles in his sleep. He smiles when he looks at you. He's got a little dimple showing. Nice. I'm nice. like, dude, this little dude is awesome. That's like, cool. I'm like, what's going to be next? You yeah. know? When he first says dad or mom. Like, oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't wait for any of those milestones. Yeah. Cool. Hell, yeah. Cool. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Joe? What are you excited for? <laughs> <laughs> His first birthday, when it's yeah. really going to be, kid goes to sleep after he smashes cake. And, and we're so, just like, hammered. Yeah. <laughs> and the adults are just being hammered. And we I know, kid, kid birthday parties are the best because the adults bring the most booze. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, isn't this a kid's birthday party? Kids yeah. are going to pass. He's going to have a huge, he'll not know this, but he's going to have a huge slumber party for his birthday because... 
Because everyone's cool, in a sleepover. The cool thing is, too, is uh, part of his nighttime routine, you know, we, like, lotion him up, you know, get him in his night thing, and then we read to him. Mm-hmm. Well, it's cool because all the books that we got from the baby shower has inserts from everybody, and we just read yours the other day. Where nice. We were telling him there was, like, a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> 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 I, I really like That's doing awesome. that, like, reading little inserts to him that everybody put, yeah. and, like, reading him the story. I think he actually is hungry right now. You think so? Yeah. So, I'm going to go. Will you go? I'll wrap it up. All right. Baby's got Well, yeah. So with that, I guess uh, follow us on Instagram, Pancakes on Sunday Podcast. You can stay up to date on all of our stuff. Follow us on YouTube, actually, on Pancakes on Sunday, because we will have a new series coming. By the time you're listening to this, it's probably already out there. It's called Soup Squad. Soup Squad. (laughs) And first, first, first couple episodes, we have a guest, and it's just. It's just a mishmash of random topics and stuff. Whatever comes to mind. But you get to see our pretty faces. You do. Yeah. We're pretty cute. Yes, man. <laughs> I'm taking Ryan single. I am ladies. single. Hey. Um, I is bitter. And if you're a millionaire, that's even better. So. <laughs> for $100,000, you can get a round of golf. I'm just looking for a sugar mama. That's all, I know. <laughs> I'm cool with it. Hey, I'm about to be a union plumber, so I mean, I can hold my own. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> um, check out our other series through the Looking Glass of a Therapist. We have some interviews out there. We did some history podcasts, History of Cleveland. That's a two-part episode. So, um, hope you enjoy, and we shall see you soon. Bye. Bye. Go Browns. He said it. He said it. <laughs> that is unnecessary. <laughs> Speaking of Browns, there are going to be eight people that get robbed. No, no, no. Eight practices are going to be open to the public. Oh, okay. Sweet. So we can go to Berea and watch them? Yes. I don't know. But we have to get tickets. Yeah, we can do that. Tickets? You have to pay to watch practice? I believe so. Yeah, most teams you do. I mean, it's like spring training. Oh, I mean, I guess when we we actually went to the actual facility, we didn't have to pay to watch them. No. That's dumb. You yeah, pay that. for practice. You might as well go watch a preseason game. You said I paid to see preseason. Well, game. yeah, but you might as well go. Depending sure on how much it is. Sure, they're not selling beer no, at practice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for it. I need to see how good Deshaun's doing. I kind of want to see it. Did I you not cool. stop it yet, Joe? You son of a bitch. I fucking knew it. I saw that fucking finger over there. I was like, this motherfucker's letting me keep going. I love how quickly we transitioned into something else. That's awesome. Let's see how far we can go and just splice it off and there's another one. (laughs) Real quick episode right there. All right.